Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are everywhere and anywhere, it seems. And uh, in another broadcast, I'm going to let you know all the venues we're broadcasting on so you can follow us. We're about ready to add Johnstown, Colorado, right outside Fort Collins, to our broadcast list. Uh, we're entering into negotiations with them. 100,000-watt station. It's exciting. But I'll tell you what's exciting is we have Ronnie McMullen in just a minute. And Ronnie McMullen is really on top of things, and we're going to be talking about all things economic. And the news, I'm sorry to say, is not good. And Ronnie's going to come back with the details, and we're going to be talking about some of the things that you should be doing to protect yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by GetTheTea.com. Listen, do you need to lower your blood sugar? (laughs) Do you need to just have good homeostasis with your health? Well, get the tea is a great place to go. Get the tea, get the tea.com and we'll be talking to Ronnie about that because that's his company. So let's welcome Ronnie McMullen to the Common Sense Show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for joining us. So glad you could be with us. Thanks for having me, Dave. How you doing? Well, I got to tell you, coming out of the holiday weekend, things were great. My son graduated from high school, and I'll be the bragging daddy at an unweighted GPA of 4.0. He's got a scholarship. Thank Ooh. you, son. You saved me a lot of money. And we had family in for the festivities. So, wonderful. I hope I hope your Memorial Day weekend was terrific, too. You know, it was nice and slow, and I didn't go anywhere, so I loved every minute of it. <laughs> well, sometimes those are the best holidays, but uh, I also want to take a minute here, and since this is our first broadcast following Memorial Day, thank you, thank you, thank you to all our veterans. And of course, in our thoughts and prayers are those who came before us and gave their lives in our defense. And your sacrifice is never taken for granted on the Common Sense Show. Ronnie, I know you feel the same way. Absolutely. All right, we're going to talk about the economy. And um, it, it seemed like we were sailing, just sailing. Ronnie, what's happened? We were, we were rocking. We were. I mean, things were going good. Trump was, you know, hitting some home runs. And, of course, uh, we have the circus that we have to watch every single day. And the uh, I don't want to just blame it on the Dems, but they kind of are leading the pack, I have to say. And they're just, you know, we don't get what we want, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it is literally a circus watching them. You, you just think, are these people actually grown up? Are they mature at all and so they're trying to impeach the president the president's trying to do this and he's doing that and blah 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 and so and so got caught with this and da 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 and I think everybody's been watching this for a little bit too long and they're going you know what things are unstable and then of course you know I I think uh, Mr. Trump with the whole tariffs issue um, and I'm not sure if that's good or bad I you know I think the jury's still out on that but uh, I will say this he's got people scared and I've noticed, and I, I've been saying this is going to happen, Dave. I have been saying this and saying this. The economy is going to turn. It's going to turn. It's not going to turn for the good. And and it, it was just, you know, the whole time everybody's going, no, 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 no. We have Trump for president. It's not going to turn bad. But, again, and we've talked about this on the show before, you know, is he good cop, bad cop? We don't know yet. Um, so it is turning. It turned two to three weeks ago hardcore. And um, and I was talking to a friend of mine that uh, works for a freight company in Chicago, 
And he told me flat out, he said, we're laying people off. We don't lay people off for the summer. We lay people off in the winter, not in the summer. He says, so, and he says, we're not the only ones. So I started doing research and FedEx is slow, UPS is slow. And and the reason I'm picking the trucking companies, big reason I'm picking up the truck, because when freight's not moving, nothing's moving. I'll say it one more time. When freight's not moving, nothing's moving. So we're in trouble, Dave. I understand, Ronnie, that they, on the other side, let's put it this way, the BDI, the Baltic Dry Index, which measures, you know, shipping around the world, I've been told that that is down significantly. I wonder what significantly is. I wonder Um, what that percentage rate is. I have actually got someone working on that for me with one of my researchers. We're looking for the last 12 months trend and I'm waiting to hear back, but significantly would mean would be a drop of at least 10%. I think that 10%, eight of it is within the past three weeks. I mean, it's that drastic of change. I mean, it, it is. Um, it was funny because um, I had a car dealership call me three times and I was like, you, you know, so I had a friend of mine that works there and I said, hey, is car sales slow? He goes, oh, past two weeks, brutal. And I thought it was interesting. And, you know, there, there are companies that never give sales and they're giving sales. So what's the, what's the purpose? So, and I, and you know, every time the economy dives, something goes up. You know what that is, don't you, Dave? No, tell me. Precious metals. Oh my, yes, of course. As, Precious metals. Yeah. And I've watched too, also, Bitcoin, and when I say Bitcoin, just crypto. Crypto seems to line up with precious metals. And, and it doesn't mean I'm right here, but I've been watching it. And every time precious metals start, you know, bubbling, and they always bubble before they move, and they're bubbling right now. Um, and of course, you know, I think they're held down by by the big boys. They're like, oh, we can't have this go up. No, let's let's rig it some more. Okay. So I think they rig it pretty much. I think it was, uh, oh, what was the number? Eighty-two to one, something like that. That silver was to gold, something like that. Eighty-two or eighty-six, um, so which means. Um, the silver right now should be in real life, real time should be 150 plus dollars per ounce. And I think we can buy it for under 15. So it's, um, that's, you know, if you want the long shot horse, that's the one, except it's not really going to be a long shot. Um, gold on the other hand, they, I remember this, you know, 10 years ago, they were like, gold's going to hit 3000. No, it's not. It's going to hit 5,000. No, I say 10,000. And it never went over about 1900 bucks. But they're saying already, as the bubbling is beginning, it's going to hit 3000 And it's already bubbling. It's moving up a little bit. You know, moves up, moves down, moves up. But each time, it kind of takes a little more upward. Same thing with silver. And crypto, <laughs> crypto is doing very well right now. So I think... It's possible. I, I actually looked up, you know, not that the internet's right, but I looked up um, some of my sources, and they are saying that we are headed by the end of this year a recession. Um, if it is not the end of this year, it will be the first part of next year, and it's going to be a hard recession. 
I haven't heard the D word lately, but I, it looks like it's going to be a hard recession. I hope they're wrong. I'm wrong. It's wrong. I, I hope that, you know, maybe a tariff's re- released and, you know, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but if the tariffs kind of slowed down or stopped or reversed, we might pick up again. I, I don't know. And maybe that's not a good thing. I, I'm not sure. But with all the fighting in, in uh, Congress and Hollywood, um, not a good sign. Well, Hollywood concerns me the least. It's a propaganda arm for the globalists. But I, I would agree with what you're saying that this is sneaking up on us. And I, I think it's deliberate. And if I take a macro view of this, um, Trump, his big accomplishment has been the economy. And the Democrats can't let him ride that crest into the election. I think we're seeing pure and unadulterated sabotage of the economy right now. And it started with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates in a healthy economy, which turns an economy south. I think you're right. Um, I do. I think you're right. It's it's interesting. You know, I, who elected these people, Dave? Did we truly elect these morons running our country? I mean, California, I just visited California. I feel bad for you guys that are in California. I mean, it's such a beautiful state gone rogue. I I just, you know, you can tell I have no opinion here, right? Um, But it's like, you know, I feel bad for those people. They're, they're, They're getting completely hijacked. And, you know, like Governor Brown wasn't bad enough. And then, then they have, oh, I, I, what is happening to our world? I mean, are we, is it going to be as bad as the 2007, 2008, 2009? Is that, is, are we going to hit that again? I don't know if we're going to hit that again, but I know we're going to be hit in many different directions. Um, I, I see trouble ahead in a multiple well, in multiples, uh, I see trouble ahead with civil unrest. The border is at collapse. I talk to people in DHS and uh, the Border Patrol and ICE, and I get real time reports. Yesterday, for example, in one nine-mile sector of El Paso, they apprehended 1,300 illegals. How many had got through? And this is just one nine-mile segment. This is going to collapse the economy, too. We can't afford to educate their kids. They'll show up to hospitals for treatment of the flu. We can't afford that. Uh, I asked, a, excuse me, a Border Patrol agent, what is your real estimate of how many people have actually crossed the border unapprehended? And he said, we think over a million since October. Yeah, I heard that number. We yeah. can't absorb that. We're approaching a million person month. We'll have that by the fall. So and, that's, that's going to collapse and, our border. Well, in the California, you know, the, the California leaders are saying, hey, keep keep everything open. Let them come into California. Is, and, you know, the question is, is this why the state is changing? Is this why, you know, I don't know. It, it I, 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 I get nervous watching this stuff. And I'm really nervous watching the economy make a hard, hard turn just in the last three weeks. Well, there's a a lot of factors. The uh, globalists are beginning to pull their investments out, which is what happened in 1929. And this is causing a downturn somewhat in the market, even though people are still speculative in the market and still putting money in. The direction curve basically is going to go south pretty quickly, I believe. 
and we're having a housing bubble again. We've got a student loan bubble. I mean, Ronnie, what is it? I shot an arrow up into the air. <laughs> I mean, this is what's going on. And this is by design. I go yes, back to is. Trevor Loudon's work, Enemies Within, and he documented 80 people in Congress, all Democrats, who belonged or belonged to front groups for the American Communist Party and or the Muslim Brotherhood, the largest terrorist organization in the world. And this has been confirmed by former Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney, by a CAA contact I have. Um, also, Alan West, former congressman, said the same thing. We're being betrayed from within. These Democrats who want totally open borders, these Democrats are doing everything they can do to turn our culture upside down, destroy our economy, and take away our rights. Well, and this is why I brought up Hollywood, because obviously the CIA runs Hollywood, and Hollywood is is the media. They really are. I mean, we're not watching news anymore. We're watching opinion. And if they can say the opinion enough times, and, you know, I always watch Sean Hannity, and he, he does that. He'll get clips of somebody saying the exact same thing from somebody else, you know, and, and the same things being said. So I think they, they bring a phrase in, um, you know, Trump's in collusion, you know, boom. And five people will say Trump's in collusion, Trump's in collusion. You know, and then so what happens is people say, oh, well, he's in collusion. You know, he, he's, he's with the Russians. And, you know, I, I just talked to somebody the other day and they were talking about, yeah, well, Trump's involved in Russian collusion. And I was like, well, how do you know that? Well, it's on the news. You know, and it's like there, there, there is no news. This, this is opinion. This is not news. This is this is smack. This is mud. Exactly. Yeah. It's you're, you're, Ronnie. You could not be more correct. When you turn on CNN, it's the anti-Trump news network. Oh yeah, Anderson uh, Cooper leads it. Yeah, they don't have anything objective in there. It's bash Trump, bash Trump, bash Trump more on triviality. I mean, I'm critical of the president in many different areas. So am I. But at least I have substance to what I'm saying. These people are, he wore his tie sideways. I don't like his wife's fashion. I mean, this is the kind of nonsense that's masquerading as news. Oh, yeah. And then they, the wife helps out at, at a luncheon and, oh, well, she shouldn't have done that. And they're putting women down by having her do that. And I mean, I just kind of go, really? You know, you just wonder if some of these newscasters, their underwear is way too tight. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's why they talk like this. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's, I've never seen, and, and that's the other thing too. I remember in the older days, and of course I'm going to give away my age, but I'll try not to. I remember in the older days, you know, you'd have a newscaster, be a guy or be a gal, you know, and, and they would be just normal. I'll call them normal Joes. Not that their name was Joe, but you know, normal Joes. They were just normal. They, you know, they weren't ugly. But they weren't straight out of a magazine. They were just normal people because they were newscasters. Okay? They they were giving the news. Now it's Barbie and Ken. You know? And he, he's got a fake tan and she's got fake you know what? And you just kind of go, really? And all it is is opinion. It's not actual news. And you just kind of say... And, and, and what I think what blows my mind most... Is people take it as the news because they say, well, I watched the news tonight because it, it says NBC, it says ABC, it says CBS, it says CNN, it says MSN, so on. So I watch the news, but they are not news. They are not news at all. They are opinion. 
And what we have is is people following a false narrative. What's with that? Are people so trusting of the of this so-called opinionated news that that's that's how they see the truth? Is that what's going on, Dave? That's a good question. Um, I like to say, and it's kind of a flippant saying, but there's truth to it. 50% of the country's dumber than a box of rocks by choice. And it doesn't take much to lead them off the path of what's important. And so are the rocks watching these programs? Yeah. I, I, I saw an example of this with my family uh, this past weekend. God, I hope they don't hear this, but some of them are watching Meet the Press. Mm. And I, I'm listening to the stories there, and I'm thinking, where's the news? It's bash Trump one, bash Trump two, but there was nothing offered that was significant. And I said, are these the biggest issues of the day? And so I said to them that they have to worry about this. Well, you know, Trump's a racist. And I said, he's a lot of things. And I said, can you give me one example where he's made a racist statement since he's been president? Can you give me one? Can you give me one where he's put down women? Well, I can't think of anything, but they say he is. <laughs> I said, that's right. the problem. You listen to this stuff and believe what they say at face value with no proof. I think we need to investigate who is they. That's who we need to investigate. Well, they say, who's they? You know, I, I, I love this one. This one is, is one of my favorites. Sources tell us that blah, 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 blah. Sources? What, what sources? You know, it's not, hey, Jimmy Green over here said this, and Jimmy Green's position is such and such and such. No, no, no. It's sources. It's our sources. Your sources? You mean your opinions? Your rhetoric? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> and we're supposed to believe this as truth and follow it? I mean, isn't this lambs to slaughter? Well, lambs to slaughter is exactly what they want. Let, let's look at the globalist agenda. Ted Turner, Audubon Magazine, 22 huh. years ago. 95% of the population must be gone. He wanted a population of 500 million. And you look at all the globalists and what they say, they're telling you what's coming. They're telling you they want a transhumanist world where they live forever and they have a dumbed down servant class with shortened lifespans with most humans gone. Are we talking a little bit? Are we are we spreading our wings, Dave, across Agenda 21? <laughs> well, it's now Agenda 2030. And the short answer to your question is, of course. I mean, because if, if we if we take the population down, if we take away their cars, if we move them to suburbs and urban areas where they have high rises and put them in little 10 by 10 cubicles, then they'll all go crazy and die by the time they're 50. And it won't be our fault because we built these high rises and we took away their cars for the lack of pollution and and we built in bicycle lanes so they could all crash and beat each other up. I mean, it's it's absurd. It's absurd. And people think this agenda twenty one is is for favor of green being green and it's it's the biggest lie to the big biggest con this side of the pecos it's all about depopulization yeah it is it is in fact there's a little more to it than that too if you look at david spangler who's the head of um, ecology for the un 
He has a real famous quote out there. He said, no one shall come to the new world order without first pledging an allegiance to Lucifer. And that kind of tells you where they're coming from. And this really defines the transhumanism movement. And to do that, though, they have to basically crash the existing order. Because what's they're saying? Out of chaos comes order. That's the new world order saying. And I think this is what underlies what we started talking about here today with regard to the economy coming down. That's just one aspect that's coming down. I mean, look, look at our culture. Right now, I mean, I argued for LGBT rights. I said they should never be denied housing, job discrimination. They should never be the victim of bullying. I said, this is ludicrous. You don't have to agree with someone to grant them their rights that they deserve. Now, I want people to know what they're doing. What they're doing now is in places with various segments of this movement, they are embracing, how should I say, um, pedophilia as an orientation. It's not an orientation. You know, being gay or straight is an orientation. Being a pedophile is a crime. And yet we're seeing these arguments now. And it's not just the LGBT movement. There's a school district law basis in uh, L.A. They are teaching this to elementary school kids that child molesting is an orientation. Can you believe that? I think it's, I think our world's turning for the worse. And I think many of us are sleeping through it. Um, I, I've never really agreed with somebody getting rights because of their sexual preference. Um, and and I, I don't want to say I'm against, you know, I don't think there should be any bullying. I don't think there should be picking on people and dogging them. No. But I also, I, I don't believe in any of that. No, I, 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 I think I, agree. I think they should be equal. But on the same token, to have certain rights because I have a sexual preference, I don't agree with that. And because then that is kind of racist and it's how I see it. The people are going to get mad at me. But I see that as kind of racist because that says, okay, well, if I have this position with my girlfriend or my wife or whatever, then I should get special rights for this position, for this person, for this way that I do things. I don't think that should get any rights. That should be private. If you want to do that, that's your deal. So if you have sexual preference of whatever you have, that's your deal, as long as it's not children. Um, so that I, I've never, I, I just don't understand, you know, and, and I don't like it being pushed down my throat. You know, it's kind of like if I'm a Christian, I shouldn't go and shove that down somebody else's throat. Okay, so what, what, you know, again, there's an agenda. There's a huge agenda. There's an agenda for everything that's going on. And we don't realize what's going on with us. We don't realize even to the point of what's going on with our, our land and, and the rainforests and, and the oceans and the ice caps melting. We, we're, we're not paying attention to, to the important things. We're, you know, let's go watch some more, you know, circusness on, on CNN. Yeah. And CNN covers circus every single day. It is Every single day. It is. It is. And I really and Anderson echo, Cooper, uh, yeah. one of the ringleaders. Yay! Let's watch another circus while I bash Trump while we watch it. You know, and I'm like going, it's crazy. You know, Ronnie, I talked to some gay people that I know, and I've asked them for their opinion before I went public. I said, let me tell you, I I told them, I said, I got taken to task by LGBT members. Oh, gosh, three years ago when I said, 
public funds should not be used to support any private movement, including LGBT. And they were advocating in one of the uh, San Francisco local communities that public funds be used. And I said, that's wrong. And I said, this is not a discriminatory statement. It's just wrong for anyone to use funds that are taxpayer money on a private cause. And I was branded as, oh, you're homophobic and this and that. So I called a, a few people that I know that are gay, and I said, I want your opinion on something. If I come out against an orientation uh, of pedophilia as being a legitimate orientation, I said, am I going to get taken to task by LGBT? And to a person, all three of them said to me, Dave, this is ridiculous, and I want these people locked up. All of them said this. But they also said there are extremists in our movement who will use this any way they can. Right. And, and what they don't realize is when they come out and defend this, they hurt the legitimacy of their own political position. Yep. Yep. But then, but nobody does the research. Nobody goes deep enough to know what's really going on. They just they just do things. They just, yeah. okay, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to start this this new group. Okay. And we'll name it this. Okay. You know, that's how they do it. They don't – there's no research. There's no – and if you don't agree with this, you're racist. See, you and you know, you're, you're, you, they give you a name, a tag. You and you I come from the old school of journalism, though, that there are some confidential sources sometimes you have to maintain. But for the most part, you better be able to document what your position is. Yes. And unfortunately, when you look at the mainstream media today, it's constant BS. Oh, it's absolutely BS because most of the time it's all their sources yeah. and not one time has they ever told their sources. In fact, they've gotten in trouble with their so-called sources and been sued. So, hello, you're off. And yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know why when we get on our conversations, I almost get frustrated. I'm like, because it's so bad. Because we have a it's lot to so, clean up. Oh, we do. It's like you just go. You know, it's kind of like the whole GMO thing. You know, people don't realize how bad GMOs. They, they just, they don't care. They really don't care. You know, diabetes, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. It's killing people. Millions and millions of people, it's killing people. And people don't care. And you know why they don't care? Because they're taught not to care. They're taught that there is no way out. And, and, and this is kind of what's going on in a big league. So why care about the bees dying? Who cares? But as soon as that last bee dies, we have five years as a population that we're dead. Five years. Five years. That's not very long. And what about when the ice cap melts? How long do we have? And, you know, people don't realize, oh, the polar bear is going to go extinct. No, we don't really care. Who cares if the polar bear goes extinct? But you don't understand when that polar bear goes extinct, then all of a sudden we're going to be overpopulated with seal or we're going to be – it's going to throw our, our balance off. And when we start having off balances, we're going to have storms that are going to do things like you've never seen. And the elite have kind of semi-planned some of this stuff. Yes, they have. Not all of it, but some of it they have. And, and, and even the stuff that they didn't plan, they're taking credit for because they want to be in power so badly. They already have enough money, so why, we just want to be in power. We just want to watch you, watch you guys rot in hell. That's what we want. And this, you know, what is it that Alfred says in Batman? Some people just like to watch people burn. That's true. There's the fascination of why people take photos of accident scenes when they drive by. 
um, we're, we're attracted to morbidity sometimes. And we don't go help the person. No, no, we take a picture of their of their arm being, you know, sliced off. Oh, there. Look at that. Wow. That's cool. Let's put that on YouTube. What are you talking about? Why are you not helping that person? You know, it's it's just it's mind blowing. And 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 what about our our whole 5G coming down? I mean, this goes bigger. So if we collapse the economy and they are going to do that, when we collapse the economy, we'll watch these people eat one another. (laughs) I know. And as funny as it sounds, it's true because cannibalism is in play in Venezuela and it's artificially being thrust upon these people. So if people don't think it can't happen here, you're not paying attention. And and let me tell you something else, you know, and we've talked about this vaguely too, but when we're talking about the geoengineering, you know, they're dropping diseases left and right by airplane, okay, in, in these geoengineering projects, and we're getting sick. So people... Oh, I don't believe that. Okay. Well, you're just sick most of the time, aren't you? Well, yeah, but that's because of, oh, that's right. You watch the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, because it's, we didn't get our vaccine. If we would have got our vaccine, you, you mean your measles vaccine? Yeah. We're supposed to do that. And who told you that? Uh, well, CNN did. Well, okay. All right. There's an agenda and it's much bigger than agenda 21. I had a state health official from what state was it it was um i talked to three of them missouri and i was talking to this person on the phone and they wouldn't go on air but they said i'll give you a statement and i said well what do you think about the indy 500 offering free measles vaccines and they said waste of time and i said explain please well most of the measles that are going across the country now are from immigrants and the strains are different than what our vaccines treat and they say, we try to get this out, but the media won't run the stories. Well, and who runs the media? Just follow the trail. Well, Big who, Pharma, who, the bank. Not even who runs yeah. the media, who owns the media. Exactly. And when you go there, then you start finding the same trail. You know, and it's just like, I, I think it's funny because Coca-Cola is on a new Coke. I don't know if you knew this or not, but Coca-Cola is on green Coke. No, I didn't know and that. They're gonna Tell put, me about they're that. Gonna put CB, they're going to put CBD in Coca-Cola. They're going to call it green Coke. Okay. I had a friend of mine that was just, you know, they were, they were testing and saying, Hey, can we get, you know, can you provide for us CBD at high level so we can put it in the Coca-Cola and this is out of Los Angeles. And, and so I thought this was funny because are they still going to have corn syrup in there? Yes. Is it still going to be a GMO product? (laughs) Yes. And this is like Carl's Jr. Putting their CBD inside of uh, their sauce. And we're supposed to just go, Oh, well, if we have one drop of CBD, we're going to eat a hamburger and heal. Yes, but it's not true. You're not even going to know CBD's in there or in the green Coke because they're not interested in healing, in curing. Those words are gone. Those those words left us in the 20s. So now, and when I say 20s, I'm not t- talking 2020. I'm talking 1920. So those words left us. Doctors used to, that was what their goal was. They went to work trying to help people feel better trying to help cure, trying to help heal. Those things aren't happening anymore. And, and here's a bonus for you. If you say these words, we're going to strike you. We're going to come against you. We're going to try to shut you down if you say the word heal or cure or, mm-hmm. or this yeah. will be good for you. You're going to have to have a prescription 
by a doctor who's on board with corruption, you're going to have to have a prescription for vitamin C. That is coming. What's also coming is I'm being strafed by F-35s. I notice. I, I hear them in the background. I'm looking like, out of cool, my office right now. Well, Are you being off, bombed, they're, Dave? They're off their flight path. <laughs> I wonder if they're listening to the show and they're saying we got to drown this out. They're off their flight path. Um, they're cutting their engines before they reach my house. That means the sound gets maximum val- uh, volume to my house. And like us- usually, usually they'll fly over and to the left about a mile, and I hear them, but it's not deafening. They're doing something today, which is cutting their engines early and change their flight path to where the sound's coming right over the top. Isn't that interesting? Well, Well, we're special. As they say, as we train these Pakistani and Malaysian pilots, and that's who they are, these are the sounds of freedom. (laughs) I'm not sure. Why would we be training these people? Do you have any idea? Uh, UN purposes? UN purposes? I mean, Mm. when, when... I heard this a long time ago. This back goes back in 95. They took a, uh, I think it was down in 29 Palms, and they went down there and they did their little study. Did you hear about this? They did this little study and they oh, said- Oh, would you fire on American uh, citizens? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, Remember that? I've heard Remember that, that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they, would you fire an American citizen or take his, his um, weapon? And it was like 70% of them said no, that we would not. And they right there made their decision. Well, then when we want to take over America, we will have someone from another country under UN that will take out and take the weapons away from the American public. Well, let me tell you what I know from DHS, an unnamed source. But nonetheless, it's a source that I've had for years. And so is Steve Quayle. Um, We have paramilitary types crossing the border. Known terrorists, but we have paramilitary types. They've been trained at camps in El Salvador and also Honduras. And they come here for pre-supplied weapons caches, and they're waiting for an opportunity. That's the surmising that's being done in the government by people who are field operations officers. They're saying there could be no other reason for them to be here. And then they find these weapons caches from time to time when they know there's a lot of them. They say they're here. Now, I'll tell you what the speculation is among the feds. They think these people are going to be wearing blue helmets. So it'd be funny you'd say that with the UN. But that's the speculation. And uh, let me give you a crazy theory. The Oroville Dam is six feet from overtopping. The inflow rate today went to triple what the outflow rate is. They're lying about the spillway being operational. It's not. I've got the pictures. I have the holes, the cracks, the leaks. It's not. And it's an earthen dam. So when this overtops, and I think they got about a week, excuse me, when this overtops, that dam's going to go. When that dam goes, 75 miles an hour, 30-foot wave, Sacramento, depending on whose figures you read, will be hit 45 minutes to three hours. But it takes three days to evacuate a city of a million people. The entire agricultural basin of the Central Valley will be gone. That'll produce spot famines. Uh, You could have a million casualties. There are some people right now that are self-evacuating because they're reading what I've written about this. And I'm publishing data from the state of California. I'm not using an inside source. I'm using publicly available data with the facts I just quoted. I think this is the trigger event. 
this yep. catastrophe will bring in the UN. And how, you think about it, and how did the water get that high? <clears throat> uh, neglect. Geoengineering? Yeah, that's the thinking. And, How and, did the fires happen? Yeah. You know, I, I, I always think that's interesting, too, because it's, it, it, when you have fires in the burn-off and then you have a heavy rain, what do you got? You got mudslides. Oh, oh we saw that. We, yeah, we saw that in Montecito. Uh, the Paradise uh, uh, survivors from that fire, Yeah. some yep. of them are being placed in Oroville. They'll be totally oh, no wiped way. out. They'll be totally wiped out when that dam breaks. And, oh um, and it's it's crazy, and and they're lying. They're going. I'm, I'm get I get these uh, trolls who write to me on my U, uh, YouTube channel or on my website, and they oh Dave you're on the wrong side of this. There's no problem with the dam. Water resources has it all under control. There's no problem. Well, if there's no problem, why do I get pictures from people that go up and look at the dam at night? And they're working 24/7. Tell me what government worker works 24/7 at night on routine mechanics? Yeah. So we're <laughs> going to see the dam go. Well, you know, as I'd say, damn it, pun intended. I got the data, and the data's right there. Uh, 24 hours ago, the rate was what 40 percent higher for inflow than outflow. In other words, they're not able to expel enough water and they're taking on water. A week ago, the, the water was 12 feet from the top. Now it's six. The dam's 900 feet. The water's at 894. And that's as of this morning. God knows what's happened during the day today. Snow melt hasn't even peaked. Uh, and so they're going to get the snow melt out of the mountains in Nevada. And they have forecasted rainstorms. I don't see how they survive this. Well, you know, and I think it's interesting because I don't think you were planning on, before we first went on, talking about Orville. And how does this click with a economy? Well, you have a million people wiped out, or, or let's just say a million homes wiped out. Do you have an economy crash? Uh, yes. Yeah, and there's one other factor. I-5, you know, runs north-south through the Central yep. Valley. Close that off, and what do you got? Yeah, 30% of America's retail crosses I-5 going east. That'll end. That's That That will be a primary cause for the crash. And what do you think the trucking's going to do with I-5 closed? You know what I'm saying? Because I if, know, you, I if you, you close I-5, then you're saying how many trucks are, are not going to be traveling I-5 anymore, so how many more layoffs are there? How many more? You see what I'm saying? I mean, this this is it's like dominoes. The just-in-time deliveries will stop. Oh yeah, see, and what'll is, happen is yeah. people will go, "Well, I'm not going to order on Amazon because I'm not going to get it." Yeah, exactly right. And Food. if I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to spend the money. So if I don't spend the money, guess what's going to happen? And then we're going to have the banks start fooling around because people are going to start hoarding their money, and then they're going to start getting wise and saying. Should I have, we actually just talked to somebody that works in a bank and she kind of whispered across the counter and said, you best not keep money in the bank. Now think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Hodges and I just had that discussion yesterday. We're buying gold, more gold. We already are invested in gold and silver, and uh, but we're buying more for that reason. 
Um, well, because if you have gold, I mean, you know, I mean, having a ton of gold is probably not the greatest idea either. But on the same token, I'd rather have some gold uh, in, in my house under my pillow than I would have cash in a bank account, electronic, by the way, bank account. It probably doesn't even have a paper trail. Um, and have everything go belly up. My, uh, my great-grandparents were very well-to-do. They lost everything in the bank during the Depression. And so that's been part of my family history, on my mom's side of the family. My dad was an immigrant, but uh, mom's side of the family, um, be conservative, but don't keep too much in the bank. And, you know, I told my wife, I said, we're approaching overexposure. And so we're going to act accordingly. But let, let me lay the whole thing out, Ronnie, because if we are looking at a crash, and I think we've made a pretty good case it's coming, um, you're looking at you need food, water, guns, ammo, gold, medicine, and tools. And you're not going to be able to stockpile prescription medication. It's too hard to accumulate. So you got to go natural. Do you agree with that? I agree with that for probably 12 years. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I don't <laughs> think I need to ask you twice. That's a rhetorical question because you're the owner of Get the Tea. But I tell people, what are you going to do for your diabetic medication? What are you going to do for your heart medication? When the just-in-time comes and you're out of time for six months to a year, hell, DHS told us last year, you better be ready to be off the grid for six months. I've told people, do you think they were just kidding when they said that? Or maybe you should make preparations. But since we have you on and we're talking about economic collapse, why don't we take a moment here and talk about um, what people should be doing to make sure that they have access to what they need to treat their health conditions on the other side? Well, let me put it to you this way. I was told by a naturopath and a long time ago, and it, it really rattled my cage when he said this. He said, you know, Ronnie, he said, when it gets really bad, and he says, and I mean really bad, you won't be able to trust the food. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, there's probably going to be disease. And if there's disease, it's going to get on the food. So you won't be able to trust the food. You'll only be able to trust what's in canned food. And of course, canned food on a normal basis, unless you're doing freeze-dried food or whatever, um, it only lasts a couple of years. So... He says, you really need to be having supplements. He says, do you know that if you had enough supplements, and he said, in your closet or in your cabinet or whatever, you could actually live on supplements and water, period. I said, you're kidding. He said, no, just supplements. But he says, you got to have the right supplements. And that's what I've been trying to do at Get the Tea is make sure that I get the right supplements, you know, not just getting vitamin A, B, C, D. Um, I, I'm trying to get concoctions up that will help people get where they need to get. And, you know, it's funny because FDA, you know, they're kind of not exactly for supplement companies. They're pro-pharmaceutical. Sure. But the pharmaceutical companies are going to be overloaded um, and probably shut down because of an economy crash because nobody's going to be able to get to the hospitals. So we're going to be in some big tr problems. And then the FDA, they're probably going to shut down because there's not going to be anybody to visit. So there's no one to shake the tree. 
So they're going to be, you know, and of course, when everything gets slow, the government's going to lay off too. And what is it? I forgot. You probably have this number. How many people are in the United States? What's the percentage of people that work for the government? It's it's very high. It's over half. I, you know, and the number yeah, keeps I, I going up. I think it's pushing so. 60%. Yeah, I remember so, when they crossed the 50% mark years and years ago. And yeah. I said, wow, that's incredible. But see, it's a sign of encroaching socialism too. Well, they're going to lay they're going to lay off. And the, and the thing about the government, they don't care. Like there's going to be some small companies that uh, should we lay off Sally? No, I don't want to. We can make it. We can just let's let's go one more month and see if we can do it. Government won't be thinking like that. They'll be like, yeah, lay them off. I need 400 today. Lay off another 500 in the next week and lay off another thousand the week after. There's there's no heart in the government. So it's just the way of the world. So we, you know, for me, I look at it and I say, okay, if you had some supplements in backup, that would be a key issue if you had an economy. And I don't like working off of fear. I don't, you know, and, and maybe we won't have a collapse, but boy, the indicators are, are blinking in neon lights, at least in my book. Well, I think there's no question that this is where we're at and this is what's coming. But there are people, and I've said this over and over, I mean, food and water is what people are going to think of, and they go, yeah, I need a gun to protect it. I get that. Lesser people will think about gold, and they don't realize that they won't even be able to burn their cash in the fire pit because it won't be worth anything. I mean, just it's terrible what's going to happen to our cash. So they don't think about gold and silver that much. Some do, most don't. And then as we go deeper into this scenario, they won't get water filtration equipment. They think they'll be fine with the water. But what if your crisis goes on longer? You'll have no trouble finding standing water, but not drinkable water. So you better have a way to, to, to basically cleanse it. And then we get into who do you have in your family that has chronic health conditions? And what are you going to do oh. about them? So Absolutely. You, you know, you have your diabetic medication, for example, and you have a 30-day supply with three refills on there. Who's going to be filling your refills if the economy right. collapses and your drugstore is closed? Right. And, and here's the thing is people say, oh, there, there's nothing else out there. There's only my, my whatever they take. And it's not true. And there's things that – there are things when you get sharp um, – how do I say that? I, I won't use my supplement company because I've been studying some other things, but there are modalities, I'll say that, that are out there to heal and cure you. You can actually get healed and cured, but but people just don't research. In fact, it's interesting. I've been on this exercise kick and, you know, and unfortunately I'm a diabetic and um, that's why I formulate stuff that it, and that's why I know things work is because I, I, I am the big furry guinea pig. I make sure I try it, you know, for, for time, not just one or two. And, okay, yeah, I did this. I did. I, I try it for time after time after time. And I try all kinds of things. So one of the things that people don't realize is when you exercise, you're, you're oxygenating, okay? And when you oxygenate and you take a supplement, your supplement burns down. So in other words, you use your supplement because your digestion's going and you'll pull 60, 70, 80% of whatever you take. Where if you just take it with some water and you didn't catch a meal or whatever and you take it in the middle, you're gonna pull 20% of that pill. So if it's a thousand milligrams, you just pull 200 milligrams into your body. 800 went out the back door. And people don't realize this. So if you just get your heart rate up a little bit and take a supplement, (laughs) watch out supercharger 
And people don't realize how important exercise is. They don't realize that when you take a 10 pounds off of you or 20 pounds off of you, I mean, I used to weigh 265. I weigh 190. I did weigh 185, but now I'm coming up because I'm building muscle. So when you do this, and, I, and I'm not knocking anybody, I, I'm trying to actually help. Education and, and when you educate yourself and when you start feeling better, I've never felt better, Dave, as I do right now. And I mean, for years, I, I felt like I've been really strong, but I'm bicycling five miles a day, not because I have to, because I want to. I'm starting to work out. I'm watching my body change. And, you know, and I'm, I'm older. I'm, I'm not a young man. And I'm taking my supplements. And you know what? They're working so well because my body's going, hey, you're taking care of me. You love me. Wow. I haven't seen exercise in months. This is great. And so it gives back in your supplements. People don't realize that there's there's forest medicine out there. They don't realize that I am a researcher. I research and research and research to find the best. They don't realize that when, when you have an, a thousand-year-old or 5,000-year-old pine tree Okay, what has it gone through to be there? It's older than Jesus, for God's sake. So what has it gone through? So guess what? What do I have? Pine bark extract. So (laughs) God has given us things to feel better if we just put our nose to it. And you know what? You can put a bottle, and yes, I have a two-year code date on most of my supplements in my tea. I have tea that I have that's 10 years old. I could open it right now, and it would be fine. It'd be good to go. So what if you have a lull, like you were talking about earlier, in stuff to get? We'll just put it that way. And what would you do? So for me, you can need to have good water. You know, you need to be around some trees. You need some supplements and you need some food. And you need good food, not GMO full. GMO full, you're going to sit there like a worm. So these are important issues if things get really ugly. I hope they never get ugly. And here's the thing. Is if you stock up on some supplements or you stock up on tea or you stock up on whatever, you know, you, you know some, some canned food, whatever, and nothing bad happens, you just use it and you don't have to buy it later. And prices don't seem to be coming down. We try here at, at GetTheTea.com, we try so hard to not raise prices. We try to raise quality. You know, we, we got rid of one manufacturer because it looked like they were fudging. So I said, okay, let's change manufacturers. So we got a better manufacturer with more paperwork to say, here's all the testing. We make sure that we get the best product to our people. That's important for us. We make sure that our code dates are good. We make sure, and the FDA makes sure that we're good. So we try to work hand in hand, but it's important that you have some backstock on the goods you need. Yeah, and it's amazing how people aren't even considering that. Ronnie, I, I want to give you a, a cheap plug here because you deserve it for bringing all this forward. How do people get a hold of Get the Tea? I know the website's getthetea.com. Is there a number to call? Do you have a special? Tell us about that. Yeah, we have a special, um, and it's going to change probably in another week or so, so make sure you get the special. But we have one that is um, GI Joy in tea, and of course you save money on that. GI Joy is so wonderful because it's colostrum. It's got peppermint. It's got aloe. um, It's got some good stuff for your tummy to make your tummy feel good. Um, So we have that. Um, And the specials, you just roll down the front page, and it's right there. And if that doesn't interest you, you can go to our specials page where there's probably 
10 or 15 items, maybe more, that are on special at getthetea.com. We have a phone number, 928-308-0408. I'll say it again, 928-308-0408. And you can call, the hours I think are 9 to 5, and you can call, and and if you don't get anybody, leave a message, and somebody will call you back and make sure that you'll get taken care of. Highest endorsement for GetTheTea.com. Ronnie, my friend, we are flat out of time, but I want to thank you for joining us in this segment. Fascinating discussion, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.